Welcome back to episode number four of the Mind Before Muscle podcast with me, Adam Rogers. Are you looking to improve your mental and physical well-being, maybe lose a few pounds for the summer, or just add some lean muscle to your frame? Then join my online coaching team today. For just £15, you get a full nutrition guide, a workout plan, a weekly check-in, an accountability sheet, and much, much more. Join the team today and you won't regret it. Little changes, lifetime results. Guys, I hope you're doing well. Thank you so much for coming back and listening to another pod on Spotify, Apple Music, or Anchor. Now, I hope you're all doing well. I hope you all had a good week. I'm being quite consistent for once, you know, two episodes in two weeks. I'm going to try and keep this up as much as I can. Lockdown for me, it's just really starting to do my head in now, you know. I just want to go out, see some friends, go to the gym, get back in that routine, you know, almost make up for the year of our lives we didn't have. But we can do that soon. I know it's going to slowly start to slow down how quickly this year is coming about. But we've all just got to stick with it. If anyone ever needs anything, I'm just a message away. Like Bojo's set out the roadmap. He knows what he's got to do. Let's just see if he can hit it, hit them goals that he set, which is our topic of discussion today. And hopefully we will be out of this as soon as we can, guys. So back onto the topic. We're going to talk all about goal setting. I'm going to go through my top five tips for setting goals, common mistakes to avoid, and firstly, the importance of goal setting and how they can affect how we almost kind of perceive our health and fitness journey and how we go about it. So buckle up, guys. Sit down. If you're walking right now, enjoy it. If you're driving, you know, enjoy it. Just sit down, enjoy the podcast, and let's get straight into it. So this one's all about goal setting start by defining what a goal actually is. So the definition of a goal is an idea of the future or desired result that a person or group of people envision, plan and commit to achieve. People endeavour to reach goals with finite time by setting themselves simple deadlines. This idea of goal setting is nothing new, just very much overlooked in the health and fitness world and just everyday life in general. Now, setting a goal will drastically improve your chance of reaching your desired outcome. That is without a doubt. If you've got something to work for, you're more likely to push yourself towards it. It sounds ridiculously obvious, but it might surprise you to hear that many people actually go to the gym or partake in fitness activities or just life activities in general with no real goal in mind, no final destination. They have no real objective. Now, if you think about this and any task that you do, whether it's simple or a bit more tricky, there is usually a goal at the end of it. Now, take it if you do your weekly shop, you write down everything you want on the shopping list with the intent of buying just those items because you need them. And then you know whether you've accomplished that by ticking the items off the list as you go on. You know, you're putting them in your trolley, you're ticking them off as you go. Without that list, there is an increased likelihood you might forget something or you might end up overspending or or Um, buying more than you wanted to which adequately means you did not achieve your goal think of it like calories if we track our calories if we know how many calories you got if we got that calorie goal then we will track them on my fitness power you know you can see whether you go over your calories so you've over over purchased in the supermarket let's put it that way or you go under you haven't eaten enough so you've under purchased now this basically equates to not achieving the goal the same principle can be applied to fitness, you know, like having a goal and writing it down somewhere. Um, on my MacBook, I've got a notes a notes section in the top of the corner on my home screen with my goals. You know, I've got a three-month goal, a six-month goal, and some micro goals, which I'll come on to in a bit. It helps you plan for what you want to achieve. It sets you in a direction that you need to head in. So you don't end up in the gym just wandering about and doing whatever you feel like is right on that day. You know, you have, you have a program. People stick to programs. People don't stick to exercise. There's a difference between exercise and training, and that is something for a completely different episode. 
Not having a goal also makes it hard to know what you've achieved, so how far you've come, and also what you're trying to achieve. You might think you're doing all the right things, but in reality, you're focusing too much on one aspect of your fitness journey and not enough on another, so you're becoming very unbalanced. Fitness goals are important as they help us to stay aligned and do the workouts. We might skip it, if it's like we're really not feeling it, but it doesn't stop us from ending up in that final direction. You know, we might skip that session if we haven't got a goal because it's left to our own devices. We might not consume that calorie goal because we haven't got one. Therefore, we go into a surplus and put on weight and then we feel negative about ourselves. If we have these goals and regularly check them, you'll quickly realize that you're you're not on target you know if you're eating too many calories so that way you know how to adapt you have to change what you need to do to then get back in that position of feeling strong powerful and absolutely smashing your target now the mind's an incredible tool because subconsciously it can deceive us for example if you don't like leg day it's easy to forget the last time you did a leg strength session you know people don't like to necessarily train legs you know men will prefer to train um chest triceps, biceps, shoulders, back, whereas women like to train legs, glutes, and abs, you know, and without a goal, you might think, oh, I did a leg session last week, that's fine, you know, I don't have to worry, but in actual fact, it was actually like two weeks ago, and now you've neglected it again, and again, and again, and you're just, you're just putting it off, and that way, we're never going to get to that final destination, or we're not going to get to it as quickly as we want to. Now, these fitness goals are perhaps the best form of maintaining motivation for exercise. You can have long-term goals. So for me, that's my six-month goal. Short-term goals, sort of like a monthly goal, which is something that I've set. And then I even go into weekly goals for micro goals or like a kind of mid-term, three-month kind of goal. These short-term goals will give you a sense of an immediate target to focus on, while long-term goals keep your overall objective in mind. So if you think about it, you've got that long-term goal, we now need to break it down into baby steps of how we're going to get there. This is going to help us strive for our highest achievement possible. And then we reach so when we reach those short-term goals, we can then build up to the medium-term goals with more short-term goals. So we're always staying on track. We tick them off the list and then we can make some new ones. Now, in my personal experience, being able to do that provides a great sense of satisfaction and extra extra motivation to start on the next goal. I haven't always believed in this, so I've been that person that's gone to the gym and just done whatever they fancied for the day, you know. I'd train chest four times a week because I wasn't happy with how my chest looked. I would just completely neglect every other part of my body, and I got nowhere. Now, I might not be in the best shape, but I do believe I have an adaptive knowledge. I've learned quite a lot over through my experiences from reading, uh, listening to podcasts. So I might not be in the best shape, but just think of me like, you don't like lifeguards aren't always in the best shape, but they can still save people. I am that idea, that personal trainer that hopefully has the knowledge and always learning to be able to help you. But back onto the goal setting, I went off on a bit of a tangent there, so I'm sorry. So I'm just going to do a quick summary of why fitness goals are important. So number one, they keep you on the right track. They keep you going in the right direction. Number two, they make your working out efficient. Number three, they help you progress more quickly. Number four, they help you see progress. And five, they keep you motivated. That last one, number five, is probably, in my eyes, the most important. The adherence to exercise is the most important thing because if we don't adhere to it, so if we don't stick to it, we're not going to get the desired outcome that we want. We're not going to feel good about ourselves. We're going to almost be demotivated. Now, there are obviously some downsides to goals. So obviously, if we set our expectations too high and we don't hit it, that can be very demotivating. But there's more of that to come later. We've spoken about the importance of goal setting. Now I'm going to give you my top five tips for setting effective fitness goals. 
Now, as we already know, goal setting is unfortunately not as simple as just saying what we want, whether we just want to be skinny, want to run faster, want to be stronger. If you do make them that simple, success will be much less likely to occur. You're less likely to get there. Good goal setting is thoughtfulness. You know, you think about it. It takes time, consideration, and a lot of planning to create goals that won't be set up for failure. So you're not setting yourself up to fail. The most popular time of year to set goals is around New Year. So these New Year's resolutions. And a lot of people know that the vast majority of people that do set these New Year's resolutions actually fail at the big goals they have set themselves for that coming year. This isn't because they don't necessarily want to achieve those goals or make real changes. They most likely do. It's just that they don't know how to set these effective goals to prepare them to succeed. So tip number one is going to be break them goals down into parts. Big reason that these New Year's resolutions fail is because they're too big. You know, I've had many people come to me and say, I want to lose 50 pounds by the end of the year. It is a worthy health goal, but it's pretty difficult to face something that big, something that major. It's quite overwhelming. Achieving that goal is more likely if you have to break it down into smaller parts. So, for example, lose one pound a week or four pounds a month. It's much more manageable and therefore achievable. And remember, what gets managed gets achieved. Tip number two make goals specific and measurable. People with performance goals are more likely to succeed. And why is that? That's because their goals are usually very specific. Like saying they want to run a sub 20 minute 5k or they want to deadlift 180 kilograms or they want to lose 10 pounds in a month. When you're saying specific to hit, you can make a better plan of actually getting there. Now, if you're someone that likes to enter competitions, so maybe like uh, marathons or bodybuilding, then athletic performance goals are usually typically measurable. Now, for instance, if you're into your bodybuilding, you may want to add inches onto your bicep. If you're into your running, you may want to knock five minutes off your half marathon time. You can measure that with all the different types of technology, which means you can plan more focused training strategies to actually achieve that. Tip number three, make goals realistic and attainable. Now, there's nothing wrong with dreaming big. If you've got big dreams, find a way to get to them. But big overreaching goals are unrealistic, only set people up for failure in their current state. If someone comes to me with a goal that seems unreasonable, I don't completely shut them down. Instead, I work with them to break them into smaller attainable goals that we can achieve together. With goals that are unrealistic, People often get frustrated and that way become more likely to quit. With these smaller realistic goals, it helps you see your progress that you're making, provides greater motivation and makes you know that you're on track to what you want to achieve. Tip number four, put a time limit on it. Goals need to be time constrained. With no time limit, there is no urgency and no reason to really push yourself to your next level. If your goal is to simply lose £10, when are you going to achieve it? You set yourself no date of where you want to achieve it. You know, you could just say, I want to lose £10 for the whole year. You could lose £10 in a month if you wanted to. They could potentially, whoever they are that set this goal, spend the rest of their life just trying to lose that £10. They set them goals, a too big a goal with too big a time limit. So what you can do is set a large goal. So like we've said before, that New Year's resolution, £50. But then say, okay, I'm going to break it down into smaller goals. So I don't know, like £5 a month. With a shorter time period, it means you have more meaning to push for it. And that way we can see we're going on track throughout the months of the year. Tip number five, the most important one, your goals must be meaningful. Now, if your goals are not personally meaningful to you, you will never, ever in a million years meet them. There needs to be some kind of emotional attachment to that goal, which is why it's essential that you set your own goals. Now, if you do want your help with your goals, I'm there to guide you. I will help you. There's ways that if you come with me to a goal, there might be ways that we can change it to make it easier for you to hit. But I'm never going to look at someone's goals and be like, 
I'm going to change this, this, and this. Like, I'm not dictating your life. You should not have a personal trainer that dictates your life. It has to be up to you. That emotional attachment is reason because it's what you really want to do. You found your inner why, and now you're going to really push yourself to achieve those goals. So those are my top five tips. However, there are some mistakes that you also need to avoid when setting goals for yourself. Now I've given you my top five tips for success that we've learned goals are much more complicated than what many people imagine. We need to distinguish that anyone can set a goal, but the right people take the right amount of planning, the right amount of consideration to setting their goals. Successful goals also require avoiding some kind of pitfall as well. So some kind of um, mistakes that we need to avoid. So learning from others is a big thing. And I'm going to tell you mistakes that I've made in my past that then you will not make in the future. So avoid my my common mistakes. I believe I'm going to tell you about six. I've got six written down in front of me. Number one, setting negative goals. Don't set yourself up for goals like I'm not going to be fat or I'm never eating a certain food again because success is much more attainable with positive goals like getting into a healthy weight or eating more vegetables, you know, like saying, oh yeah, I'm going to have that chocolate still today, but I'm just going to make up for it by having more vegetables. Or if you've got a dairy milk, you know, you say, I'm going to have one line of dairy milk today, not the whole bloody bar. It's just literally that simple. Do not say, do not never ever say you're going to stop eating something ever again. And don't just say, I'm going to stop being fat or I'm going to stop being skinny. Stop being negative with your goal setting. Number two, don't be afraid to adjust your goals when you need to. Just because you adjust something doesn't mean you're failing. I'm trying to, I need to get this into your head because failing is a big demotivator. Just because you adjust something doesn't mean you're not on track. You need to always be prepared to change your goals if you find you're not maybe have been real, as realistic as you thought or that you need more time. So say, for example, if your goal was to lose £10 a month, which is achievable, but if you've maybe got two weeks in and you've only lost £3, the chance of you lead, losing £7 is one, unhealthy, and two, not very likely. So you could say, right, okay, I've lost three pounds so far in two weeks. I'm just going to go, I'm going to lose five pounds this month. I know I'm still on track because I'm still going to be losing weight. Maybe not as quickly as I'd like to, but we've got to start off with small steps to get the big jumps. So never, ever be afraid to adjust your goal as required. Number three, not keeping track of progress. Now, I've been in the gym. I've been going to the gym now for years and I've never up until recently really recorded my sessions so never recorded the weights that I've been lifting you know how long I've been running for etc etc so what I've decided to do is write my goals down and keep a record of my progress so every single session I do that I write down the weights or if I'm because obviously home workouts at the minute the tempo that I maybe lower the weight for because my goal needs to be measurable so when I measure and record my progress I get the full benefit, you know, I feel more motivated. I can see that my efforts are really pushing me and I'm going to end up in that final direction that I want to. Number four, punishing failures. Again, I like to avoid the idea of failing altogether because it's a really negative subject to talk about. But whatever you do, don't encourage punishment. We're not always going to succeed, you know. We are going to have those blips, those downward moments where we may not always stay on track. And that's completely normal with everyone. But it's not helpful to make yourself feel absolutely crap just because maybe you haven't hit something as good as you've wanted to. And unfortunately, this is a common reaction when not meeting goals just in society nowadays. You know, everyone punishes themselves when they fail. When in reality, we need to just say, what went wrong? What can I do differently? And how can I go forward about this? And that's something that I'm really trying to talk to my clients about and say, right, we didn't hit our weight goal this week. What went wrong? Have you been completely honest on the accountability sheet I get you fill in? 
And how can we change this going forward? How can I help you? Number five, not rewarding achievement. Punishing is counterproductive, yes, but so is not rewarding yourself. Rewards can be helpful and motivating. So celebrate each small goal met and each bit of progress recorded, even if it's just something as simple like telling your mum and dad and they saying they're proud of you, you know, them just saying well done, or just putting something on Instagram saying, oh, I mean, like I have friends that put their um, weight loss on Instagram and stuff and they get some really nice rewarding comments back. Or even just saying like, okay, I'm not going to train today. I've smashed my goal this month. I'm going to have a day off. I deserve it. Back on it tomorrow. This is my little reward for getting where I want. It's just something, just make sure you reward yourself because rewarding at the end of the day is what's going to keep pushing you to that next level. Number six, focusing on perfection. Now, I always used to say that I wanted to have this perfect physique. You know, I wanted to have the perfect lifting form. I've wanted to be like someone I've seen on social media. Perfection is pointless and it's going to set even the most motivated people up to fail. You need to focus on consistency, focus on your progress, focus on yourself, not focus on a perfect version of you, focus on where you are now. Setting a fitness goal is obviously a cowstone of success success in making lasting healthy changes and those goals should never be an afterthought for you or for your coach. Now, Every time I meet someone new, a new client, I'm gonna I talk to them about their goals. I let them have the lead, but I guide them and help them shape those goals that they are attainable, realistic, measurable, and have a time period on them. So they become almost smart goals. So that's what we learn in things like GCSEP, you know, smart goals, um, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and they have a time period. You can make big differences by having goals. You know, something to push yourself to. So don't underestimate the power of a goal. And that's basically it for the podcast today, guys. I know it's quite a short one. I mean, I wanted to do it at about 15 minutes, so I have nailed this on the head. So just make sure with your goal setting, you're setting goals that suit you, realistic. You know, you you take use my tips and use them, have a real good think about them, but avoid the mistakes which I have made in the past, which is maybe why I'm not where I'd want to be. Goal setting, also brilliant for the mental health, and that is the whole point in this, you know, unhealthy mind unhealthy body so them goals are going to set you up maybe um motivate you you know give your anxiety depressions if you suffer from something like that something that you can focus on to distract yourself from those problems so don't underestimate goal setting guys i have absolutely enjoyed recording this episode thank you for listening and i'm looking forward to seeing you next week have a good week and peace